gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath, and he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Welcome to Meatcast. Uh, thank you to Louis Zong for that Heathcliff's meat song from the album Songbook. Uh, Kyle, we have a great guest today. I'm very excited about our guest. I'm a fan of our guest today. That's a delightful we, song. Oh, yeah, nice? they, we, yeah. We, we just asked the guy if we could use it. He wrote, it's not really our song at all. <laughs> it's, 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 it. just still, it's good. It's a good song. It made me happy it hearing good. it. I always it's, say, it more you for for put, put, puts me in that Heath, gets, <laughs> gives me that Heathcliff kind of feeling, you know? Um, I, well, I, we, we like to read, uh, I'll introduce Rory Blank, our guest, in just a second, but we like to read uh, our podcast reviews. When people give us five stars, we, we read them and we get, we keep getting them, Kyle. I, I thought we weren't, I thought they were going to stop, but they, they keep coming in. Someday so we have, dry up, but, but God willing, not, not for a while. We have one here from Crab SP, and he says, Jimmy Forever. I wasn't going to give this podcast the satisfaction of writing a review, but then I saw in my car display, they show the comics as they discuss them. What technical wizardry is this? I thought podcasts could only show their logos in the image. I can read Heathcliff as I drive. This is delightful. <laughs> yeah, and as I've said before, I do encourage you to uh, look directly at the comics as you are listening to the podcast driving wherever you are whatever you're doing please do that we do endorse that behavior and we do uh we, as we talk about the, each comic we display it uh, we we make it the podcast artwork for each separate the show's divided in chapters based on the comic we're talking about so you can look at but uh i i think that works on all the podcast i don't know if it works on yeah. spotify but to try it out i have Great heard it me. doesn't work on on spotify but i don't know if that's true or not to me, the ideal okay. way to read Heathcliff is on my bicycle, um, on my <laughs> iPad as I'm going down uh, the major roads in my city. Uh, I don't use the bike lane either. I just I get my iPad directly on the handlebar, and I'm just scrolling through Heathcliff all day. <laughs> and that is uh, our guest uh, cartoonist, Rory Blank. Hello. Who? Thank you so much for joining us, Rory. We, yeah, no we asked you to come on last week as soon as we saw that you had... <laughs> You put out a, a Heathcliff, a Heathcliff inspired comic. Yeah, uh, Nick, I believe, did the more polite thing by just at just DMing you, but I I publicly uh, asked you to come on the podcast, so I apologize for putting you on the spot like that. Oh no, it's cool. I'll I'll, I'll do whatever. If anyone <laughs> wants to ask me to do anything, I will do pretty much anything. You can Very ask me in any medium, uh, other than commissions. <laughs> I, I do not take commissions generally. But you want me to show up somewhere? Uh, you want me to sing at your kid's birthday party? <laughs> can't sing, but I'll do it. Uh, you want me to cook for you? I'm there. Uh, can't focus if someone asks me to draw something other than the thing that I'm thinking about drawing already. <laughs> so how would you... I, I, I Maybe I should have researched this a little bit more, but I, I see your comic strips on Instagram and Twitter. Do mm -hmm. you, are they distributed in any other way? Do you have like a... Is there like a, any physical version of it, or, or is are there you like in a, the the New York Times? I guess is <laughs> no, no, I'm not in the New York Times yet. Um, 
So there's a two-part thing, which is uh, most of my comics are available pretty much just on social media and my own website, which is really just a Tumblr with a custom URL put onto it, and some of the uh, Tumblr-adjacent stuff hidden using HTML uh, manipulation. But it's it's really just a Tumblr. Uh, I do have stuff. And that's that is, uh, is that is that kingofblood.com? Yeah, kingofblood.com. I think also uh, garfieldxxx.com <laughs> re- redirects there right now. But it might go to something else. I think oiledupleatherdaddies.com goes there. <laughs> um, I don't remember if roryblank.com goes there. That might go to somewhere else. <laughs> Uh, I have I have a lot of domain names. Um, I do I do have stuff in print though to the degree that I also do a monthly print zine, which also has comics in it, but they're different ones oh, from cool. the ones that I post online. And uh, the only other some of my stuff wasn't print once in a run of comics in Dark Horse magazine or at Dark Hor- or from Dark Horse com- comics. If you picked up uh, the Worst Dudes by Aubrey Sitterson. Uh, there were comics of mine in the back of every issue, although not in the omnibus. Oh, damn. They couldn't get you in the omnibus, huh? I only bought the omnibus, so <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got screwed over there. But, uh, Roy, let's talk about the, this this comic that uh, that we, but Kyle and I saw last week, where it's Garfield holding on to the sides of his head in one panel, then lifting it up, lifting his head off of his body in the second mm-hmm. panel, then just an empty stump in the third panel, and then uh, Heathcliff's head with the meat helmet th- placed on top of the empty stump in the fourth panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what inspired this? Are you is this you rejecting Garfield and <laughs> and claiming Heathcliff as as uh, as? Are your, you renouncing you, Garfield? Are you, are you formally renouncing? Will it, you today? It's, yes, uh, yes, I will formally <laughs> renounce Garfield, uh, but. Honestly, the thing with that, so there, there, there's a few things uh, with with that decision. The first being that uh, a big part of my process, I think this is going to be insightful to anybody who's a fan of my work and wants to know uh, how I go through my, my thought process on things. I really just wanted to draw somebody tearing their head off and then another <laughs> body emerging out of it because that is what I enjoy doing, just uh, body horror. But I also realized there's not a joke in there. <laughs> that's not something that's going to appeal to anybody other than me. Uh, and then I was just thinking about like what would be interesting to do with that. And then I remembered, well, uh, there's Garfield. People like Garfield. <laughs> but I don't really like Garfield that much. I like he pops like, up in your work a lot, though, right? Yeah, I was gonna Garfield. say I, I have your uh, I have your, I believe it's yours the uh, the John or Die uh, sticker. Um, yeah, there's something is... funny about Garfield in abstract. Heathcliff, I think, is actually funny itself. The idea of Garfield is funny because uh, Jim Davis created Garfield like as an empty vessel thing that could be kind of okay. Garfield is never going to be that funny. It's just going to be a thing that you can look at that has a cat in it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of specifically designed for huge mass appeal and is at this point just like yeah. an unbelievable vehicle for, you know, merch and uh, all kinds of tie-ins and stuff. Yeah, Gar- Garfield is, is uh, exists It's like to the Olive Garden. 
the Garfield with the suction cups on it. Yeah. Yes. Um, Heathcliff also is is older than Garfield. Yes, that's true. That's true. Surprise! People are surprised. To hear. It's like it's like Oreos and Hydrox. I, Hydrox is a you see it in the store, you think it's a knockoff Oreo, but it's actually yeah. the original. Yeah, exactly. I would, say, I would say Hydrox significantly worse than than Heathcliff in this. Really, I've never had one. I mean, I don't I, buy that knockoff Oreo. Shit. Long time, yeah. I mean, it you know. tastes weird. There's there's something some strange. Yeah, it it tastes like it's trying to taste sort of like medicine somehow. Yeah, but as a it's, cookie. It's like you. Put it sounds Oreo, like medicine. It's like you put. It does. The name does sound like medicine. It's like you put an Oreo in like the fly machine and <laughs> tried to tell it like, "Give me an Oreo, like move this Oreo." And then when it came out. It was technically machine. an Oreo, but something. With, with what, what do you want to call it? The it's just hints of unflavored cough syrup. Yes, absolutely. Look at this fly machine I built. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum says. <laughs> I built a a, 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 fly, a fly machine. Oh, I think uh, I think I'm building. Yes, yes. I think yes. I think I'm building a fly machine. Sorry. Very nice. It's like I'm there. Um, <laughs> but so, Roy, I, how how long have you been following Heathcliff? Did you or did were you aware of Heathcliff when you were? Did you watch the show? Did you or did you I've, just like stumble never, on it? Like, yeah, I, I've never seen the show. I my experience with Heathcliff is, I think, probably a lot of people's, which is, I I saw it in newspapers as a kid, and I, I just thought. Well, that's not Garfield. What's this guy doing? <laughs> Who's the, who the fuck is this knockoff Garfield? Yeah. And then didn't think about it. And then, like, as an adult, started seeing the strips again and thinking, like, what? What? This is not <laughs> what I thought this was. This is yeah. really it, it got... strange and dreamlike and operates on, like, a kind of logic that I don't think I see in any other gag strips where it's beyond just being, like... It it's yeah, no, it just like feels like a like a dream somehow and it's confusing <laughs> yeah. and surreal and like It's very like one person's vision. Like yeah. uh like uh Peter Gallery's an auteur. Yeah, I, I would Jim say is... it it feels like a comic strip from inside Chris Morris's jam. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> It got really cool while nobody was paying attention. Like, you know, the, the, that inter, inter-period between us acknowledging it as, as as kids going like, this. I think this is a Garfield knockoff. And then I feel like it disappeared for a while. And then in like, what what was it? Like 2016, 17, I started seeing, you know, stuff start popping up online. It's like, oh, this has been, how, how long has this been happening? Yeah. <laughs> how long has this been good, you know? And also well, shocking because like one the same guy has been drawing it for like more than or more than twenty years now. So like this was happening when I was a kid. This yeah. guy has been in control that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It would. It, it, I want to say it was. I, I. I don't remember. I don't remember when he started. But uh, I just looked it up. Yeah, he's, he's been around for a long time. Two thousand one. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So twenty two years. Yeah. You yeah. can go back to the website and like look at ones he was doing. 20 years ago and it's just as good 
We should do that. Yeah, we he, should do a deep dive on the early. Oh yeah, we should look at the first work. the first Gallagher strip. Maybe I wonder if we can find that. I yeah, if we can find the date. Anyway, anyway we 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 got to look at this week's strips though. So let's yeah. uh, go on to. This week on Heathcliff. Okay, it so still sounds start? so who wants to be a millionaire to me. Really? Every time I hear the jingle, I think of who wants to be a millionaire. Oh, I, I can know, see that. I, I just I chose some random. I, I just cho- looked up like news jingles or something on. on a, yeah, it, I get it. I get it. It plays. It plays. It makes it makes me think of firefighters. It makes me think <laughs> of like some big beef beefcakes <laughs> running into a building. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Show, I can see that, like uh, in the burning children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can see barging that. into uh, a burning building. Have you heard the good news? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, these are like religious firemen. Yeah, they're 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 not actually there to fight the fire. They're there to yeah tell people about Heathcliff. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of Heathcliff, this first strip we're looking at is from. The end towards the end of Jimmy Week, last the last Jimmy Week, April seventh, Friday, and it's Heathcliff and Jimmy walking to a pond, and there's a statue, a Jimmy statue right behind them. It's a big pillar with a little Jimmy on top of it, and Iggy and his little friend are standing next to them, and Iggy's saying, "He was a tadpole in this area." So, no. are you familiar with Jimmy, uh, Rory? Do you do you know Jimmy? Yeah, uh, Heathcliff's little frog. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, why why are they walking into the pond <laughs> what's going on with Heathcliff and Jimmy so that Jimmy may be reborn either that or just they got like rocks in their pockets and they're about to <laughs> off themselves <laughs> could be we don't know we don't know uh, I love I love the vision yeah it's got to be one of those two things <laughs> there's no other explanation for it uh, I love the the tadpole Jimmy. Uh, I think it's a great, very funny little. Yeah, that's just a cute, cute little, little guy. Wow, I didn't even notice that was a tadpole Jimmy. I thought it was just Jimmy sitting up there, but it is tadpole Jimmy. Okay, all right, that's great. <laughs> also, love that Jimmy is a. I'm assuming this is in Westminster, so Jimmy's a hometown boy. You know, he's 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 from the city. Which I, I think is nice to know. I don't know if that's information we had before, you know. I guess I just kind of assume because I don't think like frogs get around. <laughs> like frogs kind of stay. In well, a he's one got city a most blimp. That's true. That's he's true. got his own blimp. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, let's see what Jimmy was up to the next day on Saturday. Or yeah, Saturday, Saturday, April eighth. <laughs> This is this is the end of Jimmy Week, sadly, the end of Jimmy Week Part Two. So Jimmy's sitting on a counter at a doctor's office, and Keith Close is jumping up to give him a high five. Uh, this is a vet. There's a there's a framed a framed piece of paper that says vet in the background. So he knows the veterinarian's office. <laughs> Just in case uh, there's any question. And the vet is has got a clipboard, and he's uh, saying he's a frog. He wouldn't go to people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, and the vet is saying, I suppose Jimmy is awesome. Hey, Kyle, how would you read that? I, I wasn't sure the tone of voice, the, the tone that he said this in. Great question. I was just thinking, you know, how, how would I read, at, read that? And I, uh, I suppose Jimmy is awesome. I'm taking it as the, the, the vet 
begrudgingly admitting that that Jimmy is cool because up to this point the whole thing about Jimmy has been that nobody likes Jimmy nobody's into Jimmy right just Heathcliff. and this is just Heathcliff Heathcliff is trying to make Jimmy happen and everybody hates him uh and the vet is the one saying well I guess you know I suppose Jimmy's awesome. he's look he's looking at the clipboard so it's like it it's like he's yeah. like uh, he got the results back, and I suppose Jimmy's. Yeah, awesome. I was wondering if it was a medical diagnosis, yeah. <laughs> as if to say that uh, awesomeness is something that can either be contracted or maybe <laughs> this is getting into like some dangerous uh, race science adjacent <laughs> territory. Uh, they for found the the uh, haplio group for awesomeness in <laughs> Jimmy's DNA. Yeah, he's the measurement on the calipers told the vet doctor that, <laughs> that Jimmy is awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, but either way, you can, like, well, I don't know. Like, so it, the way his eyes appear, the way the vet's eyes are looking here, it's it's kind of like he's, he, I don't know, he looks kind of smug or something. I, I feel like everybody in Heathcliff looks smug, I guess. But. Smug or uh, put upon. And <laughs> another option that pops up is that maybe Heathcliff threatened this guy to make him say this. Yes. Maybe yes. they just went to the doctors and said, you better fucking say Jimmy's cool or his lights out for you, buddy. That's so <laughs> true. That is very true. Oh, I just noticed there's a, a human scale in this vet's office. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> Like who are who's That's getting the on doctor. the scale? <laughs> it's for the doctor. I, I got a man. Yeah, I guess he's maybe he's managing his. You, you just gotta know. Well, you don't know. You just a, gotta know every day. It's a human scale. He, you know, you tell Jimmy go stand over on the scale and you move it way, 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 way down and get his little frog measurements. You know, it could be that. It could be that. I guess. Maybe he's just a really stupid doctor. He thinks that's the only way he can measure animal weight is if he holds the really animal bad. and then subtracts his own weight from it. Oh, that's definitely that's possible. Like, I do yeah. want to shout out real quick uh, Twitter user at Heathcliff Knoll, uh, who uh, takes Heathcliff comics and removes Heathcliff from them, um, and, and pointed out that uh, on this one it would be a very different read if Jimmy's right arm was in the air and Heathcliff was not there. Oh, no. And it's already, it already the image, if you want to go to add Heathcliff Nolan, look it up, it's already a little concerning. I, I think if you remove the sound noise from there, uh, you would have, I would have some concerns, but. Oh, my God. You know, that guy, that guy emailed us, uh, Heathcliff Null. Oh, he, uh, great. Yeah, a few months ago, he was, uh, I, I, we, he's like, where I made these images with of Heathcliff without Heathcliff. Where should I put them? And I said, make a Twitter account. <laughs> oh, and nice. Yeah, we follow each other. I didn't realize that. Were we? Yeah, did yeah. we? Did we give him the idea of creating a Twitter account? Well, I'm sure he would have come to it on his own. But I was just like, oh, you should. You should do. But uh, yeah, we were. We were. We. I try to retweet him whenever I can. And, and you really try to tell things. as many people as you see to sign up for Twitter. You you are constantly <laughs> yeah. telling people and pay just pay the pay money. The, it's pay worth the money. It. It's the eight dollars. Get the check. Yeah. Uh, parody. We'll skip parody. The Sunday this week. <laughs> no, don't do that. It was a good um, Sunday, but I'm skipping it. It was a decent Sunday. I do want to call out that there there's no Easter theme on this uh, Sunday comic. Yeah, oh, that's true. Um, yeah. Which we have long speculated about Heath, Heathcliff's uh, relationship to uh, Christianity and specifically Catholicism. And <laughs> well, uh, he was just baptizing Jimmy just a minute ago. That's true. That's true. Um, so anyway, just wanted to highlight that. 
Rory, uh, there's every Sunday has the kitty corner where uh, uh, it's a they they spotlight a different yeah. kitty cat owner. But but uh, Rory, I was wondering, do you have a cat? Are you a cat person? No, I, I have lizards. Mm. Um, there, my girlfriend really wants cats. It's just like we're we're in a kind of small apartment, and I'm not sure there's room for a cat. You got a garage? Though. I, I would like a cat also. Yeah, uh, it, it's a garage apartment. Okay. There's no like direct connection between the two without going outside. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah I just and and being like directly on a busy street, the cat just would not be allowed to go yeah. outside. Yeah, I... it, it would it would die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Lizards and cats also not really like historically a great combo. They don't. That's true. No. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're they're little leopard geckos. They couldn't they couldn't handle mm-hmm. that. Do you love your lizards? Rory? They're, they're frail. Yeah, I think they're great. They have like very little personality. Uh, they mostly just lie there. I think they're dead like at least once a week. The perfect, the perfect love a lizard. You can put little hats on them, and they're too docile to do anything about it. <laughs> All right, you turn me around. Can you sold Nick's gonna run out right after this and pick up a lizard? Put the uh, right hat on it. I they also it. can't. <laughs> Uh, leopard geckos in particular, their their fingers are pretty much just vestigial. They can't grip anything, but they love to try to climb stuff, so they just fall off of everything <laughs> that you put into their cage constantly, and then just lay on the ground freaking out until they get up. So it's like a these things are just a joke. You just watch these. Just <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's a, it's a, you're like a cruel god. It's, to a, them. it's a joke, Pat. Yeah, <laughs> introduce. You're you're playing The Sims with your lizards. Okay, so Monday, April tenth, we have a three-panel Heathcliff, a, a, a three-panel. Extremely uh, rare. So it's a uh, it's uh, Heathcliff sitting on a uh, on the therapist therapist couch with uh, a giant Heathcliff head on. And the second panel is he takes mm. the head off, and then the third panel is the is the uh, is the big head is sitting next to the to the to the to the sofa or whatever, and and this therapist is mm. saying, "I think we're making progress." So he took off his big head. Yeah, I, I really, I really love this one. This one immediately well, spoke to me. Rory, you said you love this one too. What, what, what about it speaks to you? Big head. <laughs> <laughs> head, not, head. Not even anything about the yeah. deeper meaning of it. Just, just big, head big bigger head. than other. I, head, big head. I, or small I would head. like it. I would like it if I had a mascot head of my head <laughs> yeah. that I could wear outside. <laughs> Um, I think this therapist is a witch lady for trying to get Heathcliff to remove <laughs> a really cool affectation that he's working on. Um, he's exploring new looks for himself, and I think that's cool. Yeah, I want to see the one flew over the cuckoo's nest where Heathcliff rejects the the the, the mental health system and <laughs> throws his helmet through the window to escape. <laughs> Um, Rory, would you, when you're, I guess you already answered the question. I was going to say like, do you, sometimes you just have like an idea for a funny visual you want to see and then just kind of come up with the, the caption later or the, uh, the text later. Oh yeah. That, that, that's most of the time. I, I either have just a, a sentence that I think is funny, um, or an image that I just really want to draw and then try to flesh it out from there in a way that makes sense. Um, other than you know, just like the uh, obvious problem that like most of my comics are intentionally anti-humor, <laughs> uh, 
um, which it's something that I, I can never like just fully just say to people like, no, it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> because you know, if someone complains, I don't get this, and then I say like, that's the right. point. I just sound that just sounds like coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But so I, I, I've kind of backed myself into a corner, but by the fact that like what I want to do mostly is just make people feel like vaguely uncomfortable <laughs> in a way that they can't fully articulate, <laughs> of, which is of, kind of what Heathcliff does too. Sometimes that's true. It does seem to drive people mad in a Lovecraftian kind of way, uh, you know, until you eventually like Sam Neill at the end of in the mouth of madness, you just learn to love it. <laughs> Did you just see that last week, Kyle? No, I've seen oh, okay. it a bunch of times, though. Oh, okay, yeah, they were just showing that the other week at the draft house. I was there. I thought maybe, oh, maybe we passed. Okay. No, 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 I wasn't there, but uh, but yeah, I, I love that movie. I yeah, I love that movie too, and I don't think I've seen it since like two Halloween's ago. I I projected my backyard <sighs> and got like blackout drunk and got into an <laughs> argument with the guy from Trapped on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what the argument was about? Was it about in the mouth of madness? <laughs> no, he was just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, okay. So April eleventh, Tuesday. This is Heathcliff raising a flag in his front yard, and the, the flags, the, the flag says "gas," and then Grandma and Nutmeg is in the window. And she's talking to her neighbor. She says, "He's got gas." Uh, <laughs> This is a a real classic, I think, of the form. This if 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 someone asked me to like, so if we're often introducing new people to Heathcliff on this podcast, and this this Boy, would be yeah. one that I would say this would give you an idea of what it's like because it is a joke, mm-hmm. sort of. It it's kind of got a joke in it, but it's such a weird version of 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 a joke. Um, and it's the, got and a, the caption mm-hmm. is just so. <laughs> like just so descriptive just so on the nose is like it's just yeah it's it, just I, a I fact these kinds of the, captions. Ca- the, yes. the caption yeah. is just a fact <laughs> uh it's like it's like a norm mcdonald always used to say like the funniest his favorite jokes are like the ones where it's just uh he's just kind of stating a fact yeah but it's a joke mm-hmm. that's that's yeah that's kind of what this is and then you add the gas flag, which is an incredible two-word combo. Um, I think part. I think part of the appeal of this is that, like, the longer you look at it, if you try to like conceive of uh, part of the appeal of Heathcliff is if you look at it for a long time and you try to like infer some other meaning, anything beyond like just the very simple statement of the fact, like you can just take your mind in all kinds of different directions. Like, what if? That means that Heathcliff has started siphoning gas from people and is selling it somewhere. <laughs> that would make more sense. It would make, Maybe it that's would make what more it sense means. to raise a flag that says gas if you're selling gas. Than that is true. Yeah. yeah. He just struck oil while he was uh, rebaptizing Jimmy. <laughs> uh, they, they kicked some rocks out of the way and crude just started spraying crude. out. Uh, yeah, maybe it's some sort of, uh, maybe Heathcliff is some sort of a Morton Joe style Mad Max, like, <laughs> ruler. <laughs> yeah. And Morton Joe probably had a, a flag that said guzzoline. On guzzoline, it yeah. <laughs> Have you guys uh, ever raised a flag? I don't think I've ever raised a flag. Oh, that's a great no, question. I was in a Boy Scout. 
Um, no, I don't think so. Other, like you, you asked that, and reflexively, I was like, "Oh yeah, probably." <laughs> <laughs> but I can't think of a time when I would have. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I, I, I'm having these vague memories of like the contours of doing it, but I can't think of any time I would have had any reason to do yeah, that. There were kids now in I kind of want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't go to elementary school. You didn't I go to elementary school. No. You just bypass all that. Homeschool or what? I I, I was I was homeschooled until uh, I was fifteen. Okay. Wow. So I, I just I also don't know anything about Texas history, which is a, a compulsory <laughs> part of the Texas education yeah. system for I think elementary and middle school students. I don't know You're shit. You're telling me about you don't know who William Barrett Travis is? <laughs> no. You no, I do not do not need to know. The, literally the only or, thing or, I ever got out of like learning Texas history was passing through a town and going like, Oh yeah, that guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody who has like a street named after them downtown, no fucking clue who <laughs> yeah. they are. Nothing we all live that. in downtown Austin for the listener. Or we don't live in downtown. I don't live in downtown. <laughs> yeah. No, we all live in we all live in downtown Austin. We all we, live in Frostbank live... Tower. <laughs> oh, I I live in the basement underneath Joe Rogan's comedy mother's <laughs> I'm slowly day by day uh trying to chip out the foundation <laughs> under the floorboards there. Well, hopefully... Not because of anything against Joe Rogan, just uh, because I missed when it was a repertory movie yeah. theater. Hopefully one day it'll just take off and fly into the sky like the, the mothership that it is. <laughs> oh, you, kinda... you're proposing that Joe Rogan's comedy mothership is actually literally a spaceship and that he is one day going to... It's like some sort of Heaven's Gate-style uh, cult. <laughs> He's gonna fly away with all of his fans. I think it's very possible. Uh, right. We we gotta get to April twelfth, Wednesday. Th- okay, I love this one. So this is Heathcliff walking down the street with a with a snail on a leash. He's walking a snail, and Grandma and Grandpa Nutmeg are in the window watching, and they're saying, and Grandma is saying, he's quite good at being <laughs> annoying. Now, why do you think? Wh- what's the annoying part of this, Roy? You're shaking your head. No. What do you- <laughs> This one's yeah. I, I really they're judging it. They're judging him for living his best life. Yeah, let him cook. I think, yeah, I mean, Rory, you in particular, as a lizard owner, must feel particularly attacked oh, by this. Right, of course. I feel like a snail is uh, adjacent. You know, lizard Let, adjacent. It's, yeah. it's not annoying to have a little critter as your pet. You know. Yeah. Well, okay. Now I'm thinking about it, though. There's an inference to this that is that either. The snail is moving like extraordinarily quickly, <laughs> or Heathcliff's walking very slow, or Heathcliff is walking in slow motion. Because there's 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 some tension on the lines. Who's not like pushing the snail to go faster? And his feet are moving, or his mm-hmm. feet are at least like in walking position. So he we we at least caught him mid stride here. Yeah. So th- this is a comic about how Heathcliff has discovered a scientific anomaly. <laughs> This amazing snail that can go at like unprecedented speeds, and those two old people are just fucking judging yeah, him for Grandma it. Grandma Nutmeg's being a real hater, any way you look at it. It's also a very big snail, too. I mean, it's like the size of uh, Heathcliff's leg. It, it's, I, a, it's a big old boy. Oh, that freaked me out maybe if I saw a giant that. snail like that. Yeah, but I wouldn't be annoyed. Uh, by it. Maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe that's the that might be what cracks it. 
maybe the only snail I can think of that's that big is the uh, giant African snail, which is uh, an extremely invasive species in the United oh, States. That's uh, why he introduced an invasive species. That's that's the annoying thing. Yeah, he's he's doing bioterrorism. Oh, that's so annoying. By... <laughs> that is, I hate when that happens. That is really annoying when somebody does bioterrorism. <laughs> so I thought, especially my, especially my worse. damn cat. You know, so when I saw this, I thought the annoying thing was that he was moving so slowly because the snail. Oh, was moving. yeah, but well, but Peter, yeah, there's nobody, there's nobody uh, around there to be annoyed by it. I guess so. I don't know. Peter's a, a, a New New Jersey guy. You know, I'm sure he's had plenty of that. You know, walking behind somebody on the streets of New York mm. and people walking too slow. They're walking right? there, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Or maybe they're just as elderly people angry at Heathcliff's uh, mobility. Compared <laughs> yeah. to oh, that's that a he very and that good snail point. are able to walk so fast. Together. Look at him flaunting. Just it. like just him. <laughs> yeah. Just him walking is showing off. <laughs> yeah. More, again, more an indictment of them than. Our precious boy. <laughs> so then we have today, Thursday, April 13th. Oh, Grandma wow. Meg's sitting on the couch. Heathcliff is sitting on her lap. And upon Heathcliff's head is a fish bowl with a fish. And the fish is saying, the closest I'll get to being petted. So just kind of a, a sad, <laughs> sad indictment of this fish's life. That, now, for a yeah. second here, I was not certain who was saying the closest I'll get to being petted. <laughs> I thought it might have been grandma. Grandma. I thought it might have been <laughs> grandma saying it, which would have been now, real the fish's risque. Mouth is open, so I think he's the one talking. Here. Yeah, I, you're you're right. You're right. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the only one with his mouth open. Although I, I did also immediately wonder because it's such a small detail, and that's where you can see the true craft of this art. <laughs> that every single piece of the image amounts to something that uh, conveys this very nuanced message about uh, how even fish have a longing for companionship and affection. And as, as a fish in, in, encased in glass, uh, what kind of isolation that would be. It, the, the fish sees Heathcliff and sees the affection that Heathcliff gets and just being able to be close to it has to be enough for him and i think that that's a beautiful and poignant message yeah absolutely and this is um uh the the gray wall in the doorway is really uh putting you in that sort of um unloved headspace of that fish there's just an empty void gray wall uh, there the picture frame that uh (laughs) you know where where normally someone's loved one would be (laughs) uh it's it's empty. There's there's no it's one there. It's a yellow circle. But the fish still uh, fish is still happy. It's the fish is happy. Yeah, that that's that's what makes it so powerful that he he's able to find solace in that. Despite yeah, he's being reminded of grin. what he's missing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, the, well, the warmth from Heathcliff's body is both a a, a blessing and a curse. It is. Wonderful for the fish to finally feel it, but yes, it is a it is a reminder of a warmth they'll never know. You know, the the sun uh, gives us life with its light, but it can also burn us and give us cancer, and we we have to think about that relationship between uh, life and death. That is 
as we read Heathcliff. So true. We do have to think about it as we read Heathcliff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's some that's the end of this week in Heathcliff. We got another segment. It's this is a new segment, Kyle. I, I got a new theme. Oh, very exciting. Ooh. So, Ooh la la. Here we go. One of the things in this picture, it must go. Two of the things they can stay. Back three can stay. We only need to lose one. So, <laughs> the segment is called One Has to Go. There's four things, and we have to choose one to get rid of. It's like that. It's a, this was a meme for a while. I, I think it still is. I don't know. But so. We have to choose one of these things that we're giving up, and they're they're gone forever. So the four things we have here: the garbage ape, the man-eating giant, the meat robot, and Jimmy. We have to get rid of one of these three, four things. Now, are we trying to come to a consensus as a group, or are we all kind of giving our own? I think we can all give our own thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, do do you have any initial thoughts here? I mean, gut reaction here, obviously, it cannot be Jimmy. Jimmy, one of the hottest new characters in Heathcliff. We all love him. Jimmy's got to stay. And I think, by the same token, the garbage ape, maybe the most most definitive Heathcliff side character, also has to stay. Um, So I think it's got to go between Man-Eating Giant and Meat Robot. For me, personally. I don't know how you boys feel. Well, Rory, are you familiar with all these characters? Absolutely. Do you do you, do you know the uh, giant or the meat robot? Not so much the man-eating giant. Uh, I I gotta say also like garbage ape absolutely must stay. Garbage ape is the reason I got back into Heathcliff. Just seeing that guy and think, what, what is, is his deal? On? I need to know more about this guy. I had no idea this is what Heathcliff was. Yeah. Wait, so what do the you mysterious what do you think? allure of the garbage ape? What do you think the garbage ape is, Roy? Like. An ape who likes garbage. What, 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 Nick, what kind of question is that? What you, is, is, That's his it. name is the Open garbage. And shut book. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> What's he doing with it? I don't I don't know. I don't care. Maybe it's his lover. Maybe it's his food. It, who knows? Maybe he's like a reverse Santa Claus who brings trash. It's everything. It's all of the above. It's all of these things to him. So it sounds like you guys are uh, both saying the man eating giant and the meat robot. These yeah. are the two that must, one of these must go. I'm going to go with Man Eating Giant. I don't know what his deal is, but I just think he looks yeah, smug. He does look smug. Um, I see my, my gut reaction is to say Meat Robot. And that's mainly because the Meat Robot has proven to be dangerous to the residents of Westminster. There, there, ha- there have been multiple uh, comics of the Meat Robot breathing fire on the people of the town. Um, and the man-eating giant, you know, while yes, he does look smug, he also has a very funny haircut. And for me, I think that's enough to keep him around. I'm gonna keep around the man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, get rid of the meat robot too. I, I just love the man-eating giant. I think it's one of the funniest characters in Heathcliff. Um, all right. Sorry, but Rory, you've been outvoted. I, re- I respect you, but I'm just gonna say meat or meat meat robot. Look at him. Uh, you, you might think initially that that's that's a a static emotionless face, but if you look closely at it, there's a slight curve downward. That to me says there, there's some pathos there. Is there. For sure meat pathos. giant or the meat robot is not um, an unfeeling machine. He's got some real sadness inside of his heart. 
He doesn't want to be spitting fire at people. That's true. That's a fair point. He can't control what he yeah, is. Maybe he's. I have not. I had not considered that he may just be acting out. He didn't ask. And he to really be born. just needs our compassion. Yeah. He didn't ask to be given consciousness. At, yeah. As we hurtle closer and closer to uh, alleged uh, artificial general intelligence, a question not being asked by the people who push us towards it as afraid as they are of a god robot, is what about a robot that just doesn't want to exist? It doesn't want to be yeah. born. It doesn't want to be encased in a giant metal body that says meat that's on it. That's a great point. We, we're all, Everyone's so concerned with a robot that's going to like launch the nuclear weapons at us. What about just a robot that just has depression, that just is like a bummer to talk to, you know? Or what like about a, a robot that just... Know? wants meat or is made of meat or, <laughs> or sells carries meat. meat or advertising meat we don't really know what he's for a robot aware um explicitly of what he is not by having the word meat <laughs> on his body knowing that he can never actually fully experience being meat <laughs> that is so true that's so true okay wow. i got one more one has to go here uh, this is Heathcliff, Snoopy, oh. Garfield, Hobbs. Ooh. Wow. I feel like these are the four top Ooh, baby. comic strip animals. Heathcliff, Snoopy, Garfield, Hobbs. I'm going to stay right yeah, off the bat. I'm so. getting rid of Hobbs. Hobbs wow. I never connected with. I never, wow. I never got into Calvin and Hobbs. Garfield I read every day as a child. Snoopy. Yeah. I, I had a Snoopy stuffed animal. That was Snoopy was my Hobbs. You can't and no we can give her a snoopy that that's i mean buddy let's oh, go wow he's got a snoopy yeah. uh tattoo uh, for the audience at home oh that this is joe, this joe, is joe cool, cool right? yeah of course this isn't just snoopy i got a flaming joe cool tattoo on yes my arm. dude i love it um nick i'm i'm with you in that i also um i also uh never really connected with hobbs even though it was something that uh people of my generation specifically uh men of my generation i feel like like all every, they all had like calvin and hobbes companion compendiums in their bathroom um i think obviously we keep heathcliff clearly i mean that's what kind of a podcast would we be yeah um, we got frankly it. i'm insulted that you even put him on here <laughs> well um, see, for podcast we got to put him on <laughs> and uh yeah, Snoopy, I think, has to say, because Snoopy's the cutest of these three. Like, Snoopy's always doing some shit that you're like, man, that's cute as hell. Um, I don't know. I, He's man, also funny. I, Snoopy's funny. Snoopy is funny, for sure. Man, I don't know. I really, I'm looking at Garfield, and I just, the, wow. the picture you picked for Garfield is really making me hate him. I'm feeling like <laughs> a fire rise in my yeah, belly. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's a guy that like just is fucking be- daring you yeah, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And for that reason, I'm gonna do it. Garfield, yaddy! Wow, Roy is did gone. We get, did we get your answer? I forget. No, but I it, it's wow, Garfield. Okay. It's got to be Garfield. Gotta be. I, I'm that I'm that kid. I'm that kid who had um, all, every Calvin Hobbes compendium. I did also have a bunch of Snoopy and a bunch of uh, Garfield, but. Uh, you know, can't get rid of Snoopy. He's the mm-hmm. classic. Not getting rid of Heathcliff on the Heathcliff <laughs> podcast. Um, Hobbs, Calvin Hobbs. Uh, 
little bit ba- basic to admit it now, but extremely fucking important to me as a no, child. No, for sure. Uh, I mean, it, it's a great comic. It, don't get me wrong, but it's also like, it's that thing, like, I guess a uh, high school student getting really into Radiohead <laughs> and acting like they think that they're the first fucking person who's ever heard Radiohead. Yeah. That That is a lot of people's relationship with Calvin and Hobbes. But it's still yeah. good. People being obnoxious about it doesn't make it not a great no, yeah, comic. Yeah, there's a reason it gets as big as it gets, you know? All right. Uh, now, Rory... Garfield? I, I, inscrutable at best a lot of yeah, the time. absolutely. Um, Rory, I, I feel like I should ask you, if you were not on the Heathcliff podcast, <laughs> do you feel like you would be giving Heathcliff more of a consideration of cutting out of this group? I think I would still go with Garfield. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because, you know, even if this was a a pro Garfield podcast, and and to be clear, it is, uh, of, of those, those two, those two, uh, orange cartoon cats, uh, Heathcliff is the underdog and I, I got to root for the underdog. Hell yeah. Okay. So that's two votes for Garfield. One vote for Hobbs. So Garfield, you're out of (laughs) here. All right. Had to do it to him. You know, he had to do it to him. (laughs) Or put Rory Garfield think, on a rocket ship and shoot him into the sun. Put him on the comedy mothership. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Do people know about this? That Joe Rogan opened a comedy club in downtown Austin called the Comedy I Mothership. I think we have. T- I think we have talked about it on the show before. <laughs> I haven't been there. I, I want to go see what it's like there, but I, I don't really. I I just want to know how much tickets cost because if you go on their website it has like some sort of really annoying anti scalping thing that makes it take like 20 fucking minutes to like buy a ticket to anything so I can't even see like how much it costs to go to a show there. I I imagine it's got to be incredibly expensive. I know there's also it's like a classic comedy club two drink minimum thing which is just like such a stupid old school like fucking Catskills bullshit (laughs) like you know I hate it. I hate it. I don't know. I'm not as invested in the Austin comedy scene as I, I, I think you guys are, but it, it, it's uh, it, it's just baffling to me. Like the the concept of like, oh, this is the only comedy club in Austin where where comedians aren't being cens- <laughs> censored, and this is going to be a, a destination for comedians from all over the country. Uh, if you're a big enough person, you can fill out or you can fill up. Joe Rogan's comedy mothership, you could probably fucking fill out up the Paramount, and that's going to pay a lot more fucking yeah, money. Absolutely, yeah. It is a cooler video. I have, they've, they've had, they they just had fucking Chris D'Elia at, at, um, <laughs> AT, at Austin City Limits Live, at ACL Live. Like, there's not yeah, no venues one's being that are, censored no one's being censored there. For their, you know no I mean? one's being, Jesus Christ, canceled. I thought Chris D'Elia had like gone into witness protection. <laughs> yeah, he did for a while. And he's he's oh, back. He's back on there. the road. He's 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 back at it. Well, Roy, thank you for coming on the show and talking about Heathcliff and everything. Yeah, thank you. This has been a delight. And, yeah, uh, man, this is great. Yeah, wait, wait, where do people find you? Like, uh, I mean, he already gave all your URLs, but it's is it Roy Blank Comics on? Oh on no, there's media? there's. Uh, it's Rory Blank Comics on Instagram. It is Bone Jail on Twitter because somebody else got at Rory Blank, and then got banned. <laughs> uh, I have no clue who they are. It's been like that for, like, I think a decade now. 
Um, you just type in Rory Blank. Unfortunately, even though like at least apparently one other person has that name, uh, there's very few people with my name, so it's still pretty good SEO. But let's see. Uh, just see what happens if you go to GarfieldXXX.com, uh, OiledUpLeatherDaddies.com, <laughs> KingOfBlood.com, PissCastle.com, SkeletonWizard.com. Um, Let's see what else. Re- Real time fact uh, check: RoryBlank.com is has not been purchased. <laughs> so oh, wow! Oh, that one um, appears to still be available. Motherfucker, I had that one. Uh, I've also got get jacked off by the president.com, <laughs> uh, sexybigfoot.com. Um, how much? Somehow I got logged out. Of- how, what do I have to? How much do I have to give you today to give me get jacked off by the president? <laughs> oh no, I'm not not doing that. Just one. get just get. Oh it no, done, I man. do I do own RoryBlank.com. It's just not associated with anything. Oh okay, great. Oh uh, others. Uh, yeah, sexy Bigfoot. Also bone goes to something that doesn't exist anymore. So uh, okay, well. Oh. Yeah, that was that was two uh, novelty yard signs that I, I got tired of <laughs> okay. selling, but I, I still own the domain name. Well, check all check out all those domains, see what see what we can find, and until next time, that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs>